0: Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin.
1: I'm
0: Ian. Ian, how's it going? You had your first City Council meeting live in the Chambers. Yep. How did it feel?
1: It was a little rough. I think we were all trying to figure out where our microphones, how everything worked, but you know, it was nice to see people in person though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I bet it was. As usual, it was a packed house.
1: Yeah. Nope, not really. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. There are definitely some people there. The regulars. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But staff or or people that were. Curious. Staff
1: and, and maybe two people that might be curious.
0: Okay, <laughs> cool. All right, so on the agenda um, last night, the big issue was the finance meeting mm-hmm. regarding Pine Hill Cemetery expansion plan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, and I'm going to start reading from this article, hot off the presses, Quincy son, Scott mm-hmm. Jackson.
1: Mm-hmm. He was there. It was nice to see
0: him. I, I did. He was on camera. Yes, I yeah. could see him. He looked good. City councilors on Monday raised questions about a proposed sixteen point four million dollar expansion of Pine Hill Cemetery, which would add fourteen thousand internment and in-earnment spaces to the West Quincy Burial Ground and put off a vote on that project until they received additional information on the plan. Um, Mayor Thomas Cook in February submitted the $16.4 million bond request to the council. You want to start it off?
1: Yeah, so the, the presentation was from Woodwood and Curran, um, Dave Murphy, Kenick, he, Dave Murphy um, our natural resource Commissioner came up and he spoke about, you know, the challenges that we're having. We're running out of space, and this is a important expansion project for the cemetery. And he went through all the cemeteries that we you know we currently maintain. Walliston, Paul Place. Um, I'm gonna miss a few. Down, oh, there's there's several to Sailors Pond. There's one down, I think, in Germantown, but there's mm-hmm. but the point is, is that we were talking about Pine Hill Cemetery and um and the and that we were reviewing that. And then he invited Woodward and Curran, um, a gentleman from Woodward and Curran to go over the project itself. And it was mostly just a PowerPoint presentation of what it potentially could look like. Yeah,
0: Dave Murphy uh, called the 7.5 acre proposal, a very exciting and historic project for the city's cemetery department. Tonight's proposal is the most significant cemetery expansion that the city has done in decades. It will add over 14,000 burial spaces, Murphy said. It will also include the city's first cremation niches to maximize some of the challenges the landscape presents But also provide additional options to residents as well.
1: So, and it is something that we do need. I mean, it's not something that I'm not suggesting by any means that this isn't something that we should be looking at or or doing, but maybe $16.4 million might just be a little bit more extravagant than we need. Exactly, yes.
0: As part of the expansion, the city would install more than 3,500 double depth pre buried vaults, Mm -hmm. each of which can hold two caskets plus an urn, and then spaces for 680 graves in the veteran section, and then 3,000 niches each capable of holding two urns would also be installed. Mm-hmm. And and then you had some questions about what the numbers actually were because we have an article from the Patriot Ledger, uh, Mary Whitfield, August 6, 2020.
1: Mm-hmm. Where there was supposed to be an original expansion. Right. Um, and they were supposed to come up with 4,000 um, new spaces for $750,000, which was exciting at that time.
0: And this is the, the first paragraph of that. A massive... Cemetery Expansion Project in South Quincy will start this month after at least two decades of planning and years of navigating conservation concerns. The construction, which starts mid-August, will develop thousands of new burial plots in the cemetery that Mayor Thomas Koch said was down to just a handful of Mm graves. This project has been on the table since way back when I was in charge of cemeteries. Which gives you an idea, Koch, who was appointed commissioner of the city's park department in 1995, said. And then it goes on to quote, this project was finally put out to bid earlier this summer, summer of... 2020 Mm -hmm. and Commissioner Murphy was our commissioner at that time. Yep, and it will cost roughly $750,000. Murphy estimates the money will come from the city's existing capital budget.
1: So I was curious just to know, I was curious to know, like, how many of those 4,000 lots we have left, you know, because it was, it was, you know, it was an article in the Patriot Ledger and we're using, we're using funds from the cemetery and, you know, it was a big deal back in 2000 when we were doing it. It was right at the heart of the pandemic, but you know i was dismayed when i found out that if we had done 750,000 4,000 would have cost approximately $187 per lot and what we ended up with was 500 lots not 4000 right.
0: but they said they didn't know where that number came from
1: right? well they said they didn't know where the number came from but enough. they're
0: quoted in the paper <laughs> here it says an additional 4000 berries will be possible murphy said mm-hmm. so I, I, I don't know if
1: well i think what happened is maybe something drastically changed or maybe they didn't use the $750,000 wisely, or maybe they decided to make a master plan for, but but I think maybe they didn't use the money for what they said they were going to use. And they ended up with 500 burials, which would have been in that $750,000 that they spent would have been $1,500 per, um, per lot. And they were selling them for, I think, $13.50. I, I don't have those numbers right in front of me. I think there was a different article. But m- my point is that they didn't have the depth of information I would have expected in a presentation like this. And this is the director of um, natural resources. And this is his project. These are his projects. These are mm-hmm. the ones he's come up before us for. So I would expect all of these things to be, you know, top of mind when um, the presentation. Right. I
0: know that I know there are a bunch of questions about. Um some of the lacking
1: oh, well, I had a bigger details and numbers. The seven hundred and fifty thousand was just a simple question. I thought I was going to get an answer like, oh, they all sold. But to find yeah. out four thousand went to five hundred, I was I was a little bit taken back by that. But yeah. then the presentation I was asking, I'd asked for the presentation. They sent us, you know, a, a bundled up number of the sixteen point four million dollars. I was expecting a really a, a detailed itemized list of what we were getting. You know how much these special um special projects the special little parks that we're doing and um, the walls and the stone we didn't get any of that it was all broken down into six lines and the um the the other piece that was the welcome center in the committal building was one line which was no 2.7 dollars. but there's
0: no in in these packages there's no renderings of those two buildings
1: no, there's no rendering. And I said that. I guess a question that, you know, right. there, there's, there was, I was really disappointed. I was like, this is a finance meeting and we're showing a PowerPoint of pretty pictures and no numbers. And the taxpayers of the city of Quincy are being asked for $16.4 million. And in the meantime, the administration saying it's a no brainer. We're going to bond it for 20 years and, you know, this is all going to pay for itself. But so was the $750,000. You yeah. know, that didn't get us 4,000 lots, it only got us 500. Right. So my concern is, what what are we really doing here? And, You know, in the end, are we going to get what we think we are going to get? And, you know, we never really do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. In this article, it says, in addition, a new welcome center and office building would be constructed near the Willard Street entrance to the facility. A new committal building would be constructed near the Chickatawbut Road entrance where the current cemetery is located. And a boulder fountain would also be installed in that area. Mm -hmm. Now, we found a a bid, right, that was awarded to... um, a granite place in Quincy for $25,000. Yeah. So
1: it was a purchase order. So they already have, they've already been paid $25,000 for potential sketches, $25,000 for sketches. So the thing is, is that this is a, this is a, a bond that's coming before us and it didn't pass. And it's going to have to come before us again, and it's going out to bid supposedly April fifteenth. I hope they're not going out to bid before they get the approval of this. But you know,
0: well, I mean, we've we've been up there, right? And they mm-hmm. already they already cut all the trees down. Oh my for,
1: God, they clear cut all. the trees. They said they
0: didn't. They cut some dying trees.
1: No, they cut all the trees down um, up there. And and what's really sad about that is, is they're basically saying they were all dead. There's no proof of that. Yeah. And the other side of it, and we are going to bury. We're going to you know we're going to put new trees in.
0: So another oh, tons of new trees. Tons of new trees, and perennials and. All kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, that we won't um, be able to maintain. But, we, yeah.
0: like, like the other projects, like Central Middle School, South
1: Southwest Middle School, Kingade Park.
0: Yeah, I mean, They, can go the they put them in. They look nice, and then they don't Everything care. looks
1: nice while well, they do the ribbon cutting, and then it's they
0: unbelievable. Yeah,
1: it's it, it. You know, maintenance is really a key, and we can talk about all of the you know the neglect that's happened in the city, and that we have to get this stuff done. But we seem to only want to do it for the accolades of the first day, and then we forget how to maintain it. Right. And it is a concern. We talked about that too. Once all of these lots are sold. Um, There's a maintenance problem. Like how do we maintain the cemetery? All cemeteries are having this problem. I did talk to several different um, communities and that's one of the things that they struggle with all the time is how do you maintain and how do you keep the revenue sources coming so that you can maintain um, the beautification of the the cemeteries.
0: So in this article, it said, Councilor Ann Mahoney said the administration's presentation did not include an adequate breakdown of the project's cost. Scott Scott Salvucci, a project manager with the firm Woodward and Curran, provided a breakdown of the cost after Mahoney raised that concern.
1: And it wasn't really a breakdown. He just took the $12.5 million. And he had six new lines that um, that he kind of put down underneath the, the chart that broke out. Another like yeah. big chunks. It was like five million dollars of this, two million dollars of that. But you don't have fine details of what those things are. So
0: earthwork and rock removal, four million seven hundred and fifty thousand, retaining walls, one million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, pre-buried vaults, two million five hundred thousand, columbarium walls, I have a problem with that word, mm-hmm. seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Hardscape enhancements, is that what it says? Mm-hmm. And paving. Oh, and paving. Uh two million five hundred thousand.
1: So chances are they're going to have granite savings. Well,
0: no, I, I looked through this package, and, and they do. They have granite throughout. It's just unbelievable.
1: And the thing is, is like when I went to other communities, they had the same thing. Well, we
0: went to Westwood because yep. that was a good date. <laughs> that's what I do. I take him <laughs> to cemeteries
1: for dates. You didn't even get me coffee. <laughs> and in
0: 2016, yep. uh, Westwood... Uh, did an expansion. It's yep. called the New Westwood Cemetery.
1: Yep, and it was um, 1,900 instruments, and it was for 400000 So their cost per um, instrument was $210. Right. So if we do the 16.4, our cost will be around 1175 per right. per burial. Yep. So
0: you go in the entrance, they have a they have, gate. And they do have granite. I don't know if it's granite, but it looks nice. Yep. It's something that it looks like these sketches. So there you go. There's a road. No granite on Mm-mm. on the road. It's kind of in the middle of the woods and they kind of made it look like it was kind of in the middle of the woods they did install a pond mm-hmm. uh they installed the, the wall the niches mm-hmm. in the wall oh. uh they were gonna have a fountain i'm not sure if they have a fountain mm-hmm. um in pavers not the granite uh crazy pavers that are in this um and then the road goes up and then the spigots that you know my parents are in a cemetery you've not in the westwood but they are in a not cemetery. In Westwood. Yeah. you fill it in West Roxbury. you fill your water and can up with the at the spigot and you, and you water the flowers you just put in and those were those, those were. were just four by four pressure treated with a with a spigot and, yeah. and they looked fine because they were in it looked like they were in the middle of the woods kind of so it was nice and peaceful yeah, what this administration wants to It's just, spending. it's not sprucing up as they say No, in its
1: You know, the thing is, is there, there's not a dollar that's not worthy really of being spent by this administration. They, they right. will they will spend every dime that you can have. And then they'll tell you that it's a no-brainer because it's going to pay for itself. And, and they don't because in 10 years when it's all sold uh, we'll have to pay for the maintenance of the cemetery. And even in the presentation, I believe Mr. Murphy was talking about you know, in the future, we'll have to add bodies to the cemetery to maintain the, baby the cemetery. <laughs> yeah, slip there. But... Yeah, they'll have to add um, bodies. To, you know, we'll have to add, add more, add, pe- add add more people. Add Add more people potentially to maintain the cemeteries, and and that's a concern. So now we're going to be growing more people to maintain something that's much bigger, and it's sixteen point four million dollars, and it is a need. But there's other things that were that were kind of out of whack too. Like you know, I did some research in regards to um, the ratios, the ratios, and. And you know what the differences were between niches, which is you know crematoriums and, and urns versus um, traditional burials. And you know there's some statistics that basically say that we're at 60, 40, 60 percent of people are opting for um, cremation and urns versus 40 percent are doing the traditional burials. And when we move forward in the next 10 years, it's going to be closer to 80 percent cremations and 20 percent burials. so we in this particular presentation i asked that breakout and we're the opposite we're going to have 40 percent cremations and 60 percent burials yes. and you know again we're i don't know who we're we really should be thinking about this because you know we did if we did it the other way we wouldn't need as many we wouldn't need to spend 16.4 million dollars right and then there
0: are the rates they mm-hmm. say they're um they were lower than area rates right mm-hmm. and, and they're still on the low end, mm-hmm. I know we did pull some numbers from uh, Boston mm-hmm. Cemetery High Park, I believe. Yeah,
1: they, we have um, the City of Boston Cemetery Division that, that also has it. There's a much and they're still
0: they're still higher than than these new rates. Yeah. So. Much higher. I guess it's up to the taxpayers, I guess. But.
1: And I'm not by any means trying to say that the people who need to buy burials that they should be you know out No, the they age. shouldn't
0: be gouged either. So I, I guess I appreciate that. But but on the other is side, is this of it, really going to pay for itself? I mean,
1: well, it it you know it's a 20 year bond because Mr. Mason provided that. Like you know five minutes before the meeting was starting, he was so nicely gave us a presentation about you know how the how it's going to be. Yeah, it's it's not going to cost us anything, I guess. But it it is, and it's not going to... There's not a lot of room for error because, you know, if they come back and say something's going to cost more, which many of my counselors were concerned of, do you need Do you have enough money? (laughs) I was like, do you have enough money? $16.4 million the plenty of money. It's concerning to me because we cannot continue to spend money like this and then turn around and expect... Again, you can tell me that it's going to pay for itself, but, you know, the downtown's paying for itself. But we are sacrificing our roads, and we're sacrificing our schools, and we're sacrificing the overdevelopment of the city by having more people in the city and the time it takes to go across the city. And the same thing with something like this. You know, we don't have to have it be the vanity project that we're going to create it into. It can still be something that's beautiful and not have to be so expensive. But you can't tell because when you try to go and cut the budget, they don't have any any details in the budget. So I mean, I'm gonna cut five point six million dollars and say you can't do excavation.
0: So just some of the other things that are in here. There, there's the veterans memorial proposed wall,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which looks like something you'd see in Washington, DC, as you'd expect.
1: Well, it says from it. this
0: administration, right?
1: It's, it says it on one of the presentations that they have, like like seen in
0: Washington, DC. I, I think we brought this up before the mm-hmm. president, president's precedent's Sean. Collier Memorial and the Air Force Memorial in Washington, D.C. Um, was,
1: they were both privately funded.
0: Right. And then there's the pergola gathering space.
1: Uh, they can certainly have a gathering space. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not, all for that. But we're, we're not suggesting that we can't have any of these things. But maybe we don't have to be so extravagant in the things that we're having. Right. Because quite honestly, when I go to visit, you know, when we go to visit your parents, we go to visit your parents. We go to we go to the gravesite. We bring flowers. We we don't go. I go. We don't go touring around the graves. Well,
0: here's the thing. Like this pergola pergola gathering space. Proposed mm-hmm. materials: thermally modified hemlock beams, rafters, and purlins supposed to be granite columns to match Mm -hmm. granite columns Mm -hmm. proposed granite pavers 24 by 24 inches and at the smaller space the healing garden in there would be 18 by 18 granite pavers and then this healing garden which is off to the side that no one will ever sit at with just tons and tons of perennials that probably won't be maintained like we mentioned.
1: Yeah, and and again, there are ways to make things look beautiful without having to break the bank. And but this administration right. has yet to do a project that's that's really that's really been the belt has been pulled in. You know, if he if this is something that came in, it was like. You know, we did 4,000 burial sites in 2020 for $750,000, and they came in and said we would need $5 million to do, you know, this other project. I probably would have been, I probably still would be questioning things, but I probably would be able to get behind that. But $16.4 million is extravagant in any way you cut it. And, you know, somebody's being taken for a ride, or somebody's going to get very rich off the city of Quincy. And it seems like, it seems like there's a lot of people that are making money off the city of Quincy, and the taxpayers are expecting us to do more for them. Right. I, I don't know how many times I get asked, you know, what about the residential tax, you know, tax break? Yeah, I don't that, know
0: how a city councilor can can do that with a straight face and not be willing to cut any of these projects. Well, you but, can't,
1: it's hard to cut. So I, I did have this problem because I know you were disappointed, Kevin. I didn't make any cuts, but how, I, it could cut $16.4 million, but it, it's hard to cut when you no, don't have an itemized
0: list. I don't think that's that's the issue. The the issue, and I think we talked about it and you brought it up mm-hmm. last night, is they're going to buy. They're going to buy the spaces. Mm-hmm you don't have to go overboard. There's a there's a point of diminishing returns where you're just, the administration is just on this redecorating spree. Mm-hmm. I know Councilor Liang brought up some inflationary concerns she had, mm-hmm. and Councilor Andronico had some concerns. He said, I absolutely believe the city should be pursuing the expansion. All the city councilors do, including you. Mm-hmm. Well, at the same time, I do not understand some of the I do understand some of the concerns that my colleagues have raised about some of the details in that. And I do agree with them that I would really like to see a bit more of a breakdown on what those costs are going to. Andronico said, we do, and you, you made an earlier point, we do have a duty to the taxpayers to fully explore the options before us. And I would love to see maybe another meeting on this. Yes. And you brought up that you'd like to see, you're, you're just trying to keep taxpayers in their homes in their homes. You know, I
1: basically said, you know, at, at the end of the day, I have a, I have a fiscal I have a fiduciary responsibility to the taxpayers of the City of Quincy. They elected me to review these things and make sure I'm making the best decisions for them. And I can't do that with this project. They didn't break anything out. They showed us pretty pictures and, you know, we can't we can't see where it's going to and I'm supposed to just blindly say yes to it. But in the meantime, I know people are struggling to stay in their house sure. and it is very um, insulting for somebody to say that this is a no-brainer. It's not going to cost anybody anything. sixteen point four million dollars is if it does. If it does come in zero net zero, we I can applaud them. But it's not going to make us any money, and it's going to cost us in the long run. We're going to have a bigger cemetery to manage, and it's going to be more people that have to manage it yeah. ten years
0: down the road. And, in, in, and I think um, Commissioner Murphy actually brought up a point about the Marymount Cemetery. Mm-hmm. How people use that quite frequently, that's because it's in a neighborhood. Mm -hmm. This is at the edge of the city, next to the Blue Hills. If anyone's walking around there, they're walking the trails of the Blue Hills.
1: The only thing they might be using it for is maybe teaching their kids how to drive. Um, so I guess the the granite will keep them yeah. from bouncing off. But yeah. but the thing is, is that you know, oftentimes that's what people use cemeteries for yeah. more often than, than to sit and other to, than to
0: to they're visit not going, the graves.
1: They're but, not walking in it. They're not riding their bikes in it. And they're, right. not, and they're certainly when they're visiting it, they're not visiting it to sit in in nooks and in yeah. areas. They're they're going to visit the people who are there. I have people. I, I have family members who are buried at Pine Hill. My dad just recently told me that that's where he would like to go. You know, this is these are the things that we, families have difficult discussions about these types of things. However, you know, at the end of the day, we have to be realistic about what we're doing here in the city of Quincy. We have a lot of work to do. And $16.4 million for an expansion is, you know, at, right. at almost $1,200 per, um, per, per burial lot. <laughs> and you're selling it for $2,225. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: So, Councillor Harris made a motion to pass the bond mm-hmm. out of committee. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm thrilled with the fact that we're opening up more spaces for our residents. Mm-hmm. Harris said, I respect my fellow councillors who have questions about this, but at this point I'm satisfied, so I'm going to make a motion to approve, and then he ended up withdrawing. Yeah, but,
1: but the funny thing is, is he didn't have one question. He seems then- to
0: be the designated uh, motion to pass guy. <laughs> so. it-
1: He does. But the the interesting thing was that we didn't have a full house. We only had seven counselors there and they need six of the full body, whether we have nine or not, we need six. So we had seven. They need six of the seven to pass it. I said straight out before the motion was passed, I will not be supporting this. There is not enough information. I can't say what my other counselor is going to be doing. I encourage them to think about that because again, we are here to protect the taxpayers. And we cannot say that if we do not have a breakup. We're in finance. We need numbers. Where's yeah. the numbers? And you know, I think when when um, Councillor Andronico came back and asked those questions, and Councillor Yang asked questions, I think Councillor Kane said he was going to support it, he was. and Councillor Harris was definitely going to support it. It's it seemed like potentially Councillor devona was going to support it, but right. they did not have six. So magically, it got pulled so they can wait for the other councillors to be at the next meeting. Potentially so it will pass. But, right. you know, I, I still think 16.4, I encourage and I I ask people, if you think this is a wise expenditure for the city of Quincy, call us up and tell us. But if you do not think you think 16.4 Don't million dollars counselor. is is an extravagant project, I mean, it does not have to be that expensive. Please call your counselors and ask them to tighten the belt because that's what we need to start doing right. for the taxpayers. Of I mean, the city we've, Quincy.
0: we've talked about this many times on this on this podcast Mm -hmm. is whatever happened to the give and take between the city council and the mayor's every other
1: community is cutting things Uh, and getting it wasn't that
0: long ago that the city council Mm -hmm. used to do that
1: and and every other community is doing that for them. they're watching out for the taxpayers they're cutting out the extravagance that that isn't needed and i want to mention another thing that was interesting because mr mason mentioned that our debt to our debt ratio after this project will bring us to 7%. But don't worry, we have 75 we can go to. That means we probably have about $10 million more that we can spend. But we have a lot of projects. We've we, right. through a lot of projects yeah. that are
0: not fully funded. And and we're not suggesting they go to Home Depot and pull things off the shelf mm-hmm. to, to, to do the cemetery. They, There's they, a middle ground somewhere. A yeah. responsible do do, yeah, middle yeah. ground to the taxpayer, of and,
1: and And the other thing I'm asking, I truly am asking is, We have articles that are in the paper from 2020 saying that we're going to have 4,000 lots. I want an itemized reporting of that why we only ended up with 500. I mean, there are so many projects where we're told we're going to get one thing and we get so little of what we are supposed to. We were promised 4,000 burial grounds and we got 500. And now they're asking for $16.4 million dollars. For fourteen thousand, but if we end up with seven thousand, we're in big trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the the engineer, Mr. Salvucci, mm-hmm. um, did say twice that he thinks that this has as more of a park project, and park. that's exactly what it is.
1: It is. It's. It's not. It's less about. It is much less about the burials as it is about the beautification of the area, yeah. and you know, and really a vanity project. And quite honestly, and this administration often says that he likes to. He likes to put his park department hat on. Yeah. And this is one of those projects where, you know, we got, we're got we going back 20 years ago to when maybe this, administration, this person couldn't have got the budget he wants and now he's in control of it. Right. Again, I urge people, please pick up the phone and call your city councilors and let them yeah. know that we cannot afford any more of these types of things. Right. We can afford to have some nice things, but we cannot afford to have extravagant everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it will be interesting when they come back. I am definitely concerned about the money that was spent in the 750 and what it went Mm -hmm. to. And then, secondly, that they're going out to bond potentially before they have the approval of, I mean, they're going out to bid before they have the approval of the bond. Um, And we're starting projects, clearing trees and paying for stone workers before they even start. So, you know, the assumption is everything's just going to go through. And, you know,
0: why why wouldn't they assume that?
1: As this comes in, I'm hoping that. People get a little bit braver and start to realize that we can't afford it, and certainly stop talking about residential tax breaks. If you're going to continue to spend, and ask them if they need more money, yep. because we cannot afford to give more money to them. You know, we have had too many projects that come back that just cannot be done because they mismanaged it. Or they just, they just don't know. They, 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 there's so many of them that are not finished. Kevin, it's just, it's, it's crazy that we're even thinking about starting another one.
0: Yeah. All right, so I think that does it. It does. <laughs> All right, so that does it for this week on... City
1: Limits.
0: Thanks, everybody.